1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic are closing in on some new recruits According to Ange Posticoglu. Stephen Gerrard's challenging his players To embrace the pressure of trying to deliver more success And attention now turns back to European action With St Johnston and Aberdeen also
2: in action I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna Yeah, and it's a very important midweek for the Scottish clubs Gordon, Celtic, Rangers, they want back in to the Europa League group stages and what a boost it would be for Scotland and for that all-important coefficient if Aberdeen and St Johnson could get Conference League group stage football as well.
3: Yeah, looking forward to it Starts tomorrow night With Celtic And then Rangers And Thursday Gordon Both home games So it's important They get a You know A good lead um, A good performance And um, take a bit of confidence When they go away from home Obviously the disappointments Of the weeks going by They get back to Business And the cup runs On uh, Friday and Sunday Respectively Got to say Rangers cruise by Dunfermline And I was very impressed With the first
1: half Football that Celtic Played against Hearts 0141 That is the number you need To get in touch tonight So don't hang about Pick up the phone And let us know What is on your mind Ange Postacoglu says Celtic Are closing in On completing a few New deals Celtic fans What do you make of that? What are the priorities As far as you can Gather, you've seen some of the names no doubt banded about What do you make of those suggestions? Rangers fans, we'll hear from Steven Gerrard It's another big week back into European action After the Malmo disappointment So pick up that phone and let us know how you're feeling 01419511025 He's clearly done this before Roger Hanna, didn't even need to ask him But you two on a Tuesday night You get the uh, the, uh, the the dregs if we can call it that And that makes it sound disrespectful yeah. the, the aftermath of the weekend Where we sort of move from dealing with what's past to looking ahead, what, what what did we learn over the weekend?
2: Well, we learned Aberdeen can't make five or six changes to this side and expect it to be strong. Just talking to Daz off air, his old club with rovers, the result of the weekend knocking Aberdeen out of the Premier Sports Cup. I would expect them to be back at full strength away to Karabagh and Azerbaijan. Um we discovered that Rangers can finally emerge from that dreadful week of of three straight defeats, their worst run in five or six years. To get a win over than And we discovered as well That Celtic As Dan's touched upon They can play Flamboyant Exciting Attacking football The type of football That Ange Postacoglu preaches But They need to try and keep The back door shut A bit better than they have been
3: Yeah I can't disagree with that um, I thought that it was very important for Rangers to get back to winning ways And they were comfortable on Friday night And probably should have scored a lot more goals Back to getting a clean sheet Disappointed for Motherwell uh, Getting out of the cup against Dundee I thought that was an opportunity for a cup run Roger says, result of the weekend Got to be my old club, Red Rovers uh, And my other old club was very unfortunate Apparently kicks with Dundee United Just lost out and as I said earlier, Gordon, I was very impressed, and I'm sure everybody else was, with the attacking football that Celtic played, especially first half against Hearts. But Roger's right. If you're playing that sort of football, you're scoring three goals, you should be comfortable. Celtic should have won that easily, mm-hmm. comfortable, more comfortable than what they mm-hmm. did. They're still through. They still you know, can go on tomorrow night and get... Keep going and keep progressing There's more players to come in they talk talked tonight You're asking the people out there Celtic fans What do you need? I still think they need uh, Recruitment at the back There's no doubt that for me
1: And how concerned are you that This Wraith Rovers team Will surpass the achievements Of the class of 94 And you'll be consigned To an afterthought Never to be asked about it again I
3: would love to be there that day uh, If they ever won the cup And uh, shake the captain's hand Because I know the feeling Ask him if he scored the goal And pass over the mantle to whoever
1: Is prepared to take it on I've held it for so many years He's the the only guy Who who would genuinely grudge that Wouldn't he? You can tell, Roger He
2: would would refuse to go to the game Just in
3: case (laughs) I'm actually going on Friday night Just to let you no I'm going up to the derby I'm looking forward to that Friday night oh, oh, against oh, oh no you're not Oh yes I am Raised yes, Yeah I just looked it. at it And
1: I thought I'm doing nothing this Friday night Why not go and support oh, my team you. Right 01419511025 Pick up the phone Let us know What you're thinking About your team this week We're about to hear from Ange Postacoglu Celtic fans Recruitment wise What's the priority now then What would you like to see happen Sooner rather than later What positions Have you got any names in mind because we're going to hear from the manager, we'll hear from Stephen Gerrard in the not too distant future as well In fact, let's just kick off right now then with Ange Postacoglu um, He says that Celtic are closing in on a few deals for new players He says the rivals will be a, a huge boost to their squad Gordon Diehl, it's not surprising, he's made no secret of it But interesting to hear him, I wouldn't say put a time frame on it But he certainly sounds like it's Moving in the right direction Well I listened to his interview today Gordon
3: Before I come into the studio And uh, You know He was sounding very positive It looks like A a case of uh, The next couple of days Something will certainly be announced Um, As I say It wasn't a case I was sitting there Saying the usual manager stuff Well we'll have to wait and see He was very very confident In what he was saying He's going in the right direction The Celtic fans are loving the style of football um, it definitely needs uh, more players in. Let's not be kidding to you. Uh, I said recruitment at the back, I think that's a priority for me.
4: In terms of number, no, um, you know, it's it's we just need we just need players, and you know, I've said that consistently from the start, and and uh, I've also consistently said we're working hard, it's not an easy market to, to get deals done, but um. You know, I I can at least now confidently give a deadline because the deadline's actually coming up. So I'm I'm pretty confident we'll have players in before the transfer deadline. Not pretty confident. I'm very confident. Um, It's just a matter of timing and getting getting things done. Like I said, it's 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 not as straightforward as it used to be. And uh, you know, we're very close to to a few deals. I think Um, we just need to sort of keep doing what we're doing, stay focused and disciplined, and and make sure we get the right players in and um, you yeah, once we do it'll help us enormously because as I said we're, we're putting a, a big workload on a, on a sort of core group of players at the moment
1: What would you expect to be first Roger Hanna is it Josip Juranovic at right
2: back or someone else Yeah I think they're probably as close to Juranovic as they are to anyone else um, they've looked at Two, three, four, five right backs. Tony Nelson's done well. He's the only right back at the club, though. I don't think you could enter a, a full season with all the fixtures that Celtic have with one recognised right back. So Juranovic, decent player. Um, he was described to me as as not not dissimilar to remember Emilio Izagiri except obviously on the other side, um diminutive in size but, but powerful going forward, decent at the back. If you're going into Croatia's squad as Scotland know to their cost, if you're in the Croatia squad at a major finals, you're a decent player. I think technically he's a good right back. It's a decent price because Legia having not qualified for the Champions League group stages are keen to sell and I think he's about as close to signing for Celtic as anyone is right now.
1: Right, Celtic fans, what do you think then? The manager says your team are closing in on completing a few new deals. What would you like to see them be in terms of personnel or position? What are the priorities at the moment? How do you see the squad shaping up? 0-1-4-1-9-5-1-1-0-2-5 Chris is a Celtic fan from Lennox Town. Chris, listening to the manager, they are saying that a couple of deals are getting closer. Does that encourage you?
5: Definitely. Uh, good evening, panel. Hello, hey, Chris. Uh, I'm- I would just, um, I I phone up tonight and I'm absolutely delighted, delighted that I feel the plan and the progress we've made. Uh, and my point is, like, it, all comes it all comes to Big Angela, his mindset is amazing, he get such a positive outlook and that fault of doing uh, everybody on that team. Uh, he's, I, I watched a week clip of um, training, this was like, uh, maybe uh, just when he signed, and, uh, and, and his mindset was, we do not rest. We only rest at half-time and we rest when we win the game at the end. And I just think, like that sort of mindset, that positive outlook has filtered down through the team because even players that were way last season have started to come onto to their game and they're and playing absolutely amazing football now. So I, I'm, I'm a delighted Celtic fan. and uh, I have got I'm make a prediction for the Celtic Rangers game. The Glasgow derby and uh, a prediction for the end of the season as well that Celtic will take day for them. We will be home. At the end of the season, is champions again, and it'll be the 10th title in 11 years, which is amazing as well.
1: Well, I mean, the, a lot lot of let's, let's let's deal with that. But first, Chris, the, the obvious response is: Are you sure you're not getting a bit carried away by wins over Hearts and Dundee?
5: Well, well, what it is is, well, we're quite we need we need the recruitment at the back, just as Gordon said. There, that's true. But the outlook of the manager And I am More than positive That he eh, The boarder got to give him money And he has got to produce And we're got to Continue the way we're going Look, what, look what's happened In the last month A month ago Who would have thought We were in the position We are now And look what he's done In that month So I, I'm aware they win I, I, I truly believe That we'll will, will go home As champions this year They may,
1: they may well do Gordon I've mm. absolutely no idea And the beauty of me Being on this side of the desk I don't need to, you don't to need Make murder, predictions man. Clearly Celtic going forward are very impressive Um, I have been But but it's just so early isn't it I mean it's it's two league games Tougher tests will follow How how do you see the progress at the moment?
3: Um, I agree with Chris Uh, We were talking about it a month ago And I think a lot of Celtic fans Most of them, Gordon Were very negative towards um, the appointment They were negative towards the board They were negative towards the lack of signings And I totally understood that but I just like this guy. Uh, obviously, I kept it under wraps that I knew him very well. Um, but there was just something about him. Uh, from the first moment he's walked into a press room, I've been very impressed with him. Um, he's he's very straight-talking. He believes in his own ability. Uh, takes time to rebuild a team. And it's a massive rebuilding job. I'm, I totally agree with what you said there. I don't think he can get carried away. But the signs so far... Are very very good And the last week And I know that we can look at Right okay it was Dundee It was Hearts at home But some of the football they're playing Especially the first half On
2: Sunday Was brilliant to watch Absolutely brilliant to watch And Chris is talking about the last month Gordon You know 17 days ago Celtic were losing at Tynecastle Just after Hugh Keevans Tipped them to finish third in the league Nine days ago There were protests Outside the ground Prior to the Dundee game So They have come on since then, but I'll be fascinated. Fast forward another 14 days, August mm. the 31st. Gordon and I and yourself will be on this show, transfer deadline night. Once that transfer window closes, we'll have a far better idea, not just of Celtic, but of everyone, because Anne says Celtic are close to, to, to bringing more players, a few more players in, a few more deals. Who goes out? Does Edward go out? Does Christie go out? And what do Rangers do between now and then Who comes in if anyone, who goes out if anyone So at this stage of the season there's a lot of shadow boxing goes on I think by the 31st of August Which by the way is two days after the first old firm game at Ibrox I think then we'll have a really really clearer picture Of how the season could shake down Well Chris how important
1: is that though Because you said you're confident the board will give him money He'll get signings but as we've learned In the last few seasons, it's Even if you get money It's not easy To to always spend it wisely Furuhashi has been An unbelievable success So far He's clearly hit the ground running There are probably Still question marks Over Carl Starfeld At any level Chris it's, it's hard to get them all right And Celtic need to sign a few Don't they?
5: That's true It is hard But The signings he's brought in So far I can only go with that What he's done so far And it's been Absolute uh, Sensational uh, the Japanese lad is—he's uh, a joy to watch. I've been mean, at the last two games, and 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 the feeling in the stadium and everything that's happened. And, 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 I, and I believe that he will make a couple, of, another right, good, decent signings because I, I, he's got a bit of savvy about him. The boys mentioned it as well. Like even his first press conference, and all I was—I was, that was, that was like, this guy's the man for the job. So I believe, and and, and I trust in big hands, that you know, you know, he'll bring us in another couple of defenders, and we'll go on to win the league.
3: Yeah, I certainly think that he knows uh, what direction he's going in. Um, I think the players are brought uh, bought into the style of football, Gordon. But once again, I'll keep saying it: it takes time. He's uh, as Roger quite rightly pointed out. It wasn't that long ago that Celtic were taking a lot of criticism for the performance against Hearts at Tynecastle, losing. But some of the signings have been good. I think Joe Hart's been an excellent addition. I really do That was a, a position That really needed Looked at He's addressed that He's brought in A good experience There were question marks About that as well Let's be honest But I think that looks A real good signing Starfelt You're correct um, Jury for me Still out on him Fura Asi Has been sensational The fans needed that They needed a hero They needed someone To give them a lift This lad's come in And has given Celtic fans that um, there's still a bit to go And you look o- I think also When Celtic fans Look over the city And see Rangers Maybe stumbling a little bit You know Not not being off to that fast start That they're used to last year And the way they were Going about their business cl- uh, Clean sheets And scoring goals Attractive football But it's early And Roger's right The transfer window's Not even closed
1: Still a long way to go Thank you to Chris Let's bring in Ricky In Easter House. What's on your mind Tonight Ricky? Well I
6: just agree With the first caller And I know he says to them, you know, it's only two games in, we've we've not played anybody. We're going to play the a teams sometime. So we've disposed the A-teams. We've disposed them. It's up to the other teams in the league to dispose the A-teams the way we've disposed them. Now, they might know their app, And as Gordon's just said there, the transfer window is no sharp. We don't know what we're going to bring in. And we don't know what's going out elsewhere. So I believe that we will... Get a good shot to win the league this year. I think. I think well, we're going forward, and I think the players we've got in got an appetite for the game, and I think that they're, they're coming out to win stuff. Whereas maybe other players have won stuff, and maybe they're you know they think they can just turn up and do Well, sometimes you can't turn up and do We know that we we turned up last year, and never done
1: it. I think in pointing out that it's been Hearts and Dundee, Roger, that it shouldn't be confused for. Taking anything away from Celtic It's not It's just a reminder that How can you look at two games In a 38 game season And be so confident That that will translate Into a title win I think that's all All people are asking
2: Yeah I think Listen Chris the first caller Ricky just now They are far more optimistic About their season ahead Than they would have been A couple of weeks ago After Celtic lost at Trencastle After Celtic lost in Denmark To mid um, the turn around The form of the likes of Furuhashi The return to form of Tom Rogic by the way Who's been excellent in a couple of games Man of the match in the stadium on yeah. Sunday J- wasn't he? James Forrest who missed so much of last season through injury Is back and looking better Joe Hart looks an upgrade on Any of the goalkeepers who played last season So mm. Celtic are rightly feeling a yep. bit better About themselves than they were A couple of weeks ago But seven players in I said in the summer I thought Celtic We need 12 players With 12 players going out Just look at the arithmetic There are 12 players in If Celtic can get Another 5 Even 4 Gordon In the next fortnight And the, is that the, they might, of, You know the, They could go toe to toe With Rangers Is that before you Potentially lose
1: yeah.
4: Edward yeah. And, yeah. M-
2: and maybe Christy Or yeah. I think you, I th-
1: right,
4: you need think to be on top would, of
2: that Yeah absolutely you do mm. Absolutely Because look Look at the bench Just now You know there, there's, there's kids in the bench Just now There's kids in the team Young guys in the team just now That probably Ange Postacoglu Wouldn't want in his first choice team So if you're going to get A deep strong squad I think you need at least five And if you're losing one or two That means you might need Another six or seven uh,
1: Ricky what do you What do you make of that The manager says You know your team are closing in On a few new deals Roger says it, it could go up to six or seven w- What's the priority As far as you're concerned
6: Well I would uh, no, I, I, I've heard Roger saying Christie and Edward no, Who's to say that they don't go
2: Sure. Yeah, absolutely, yeah
6: Yeah, so who's to say that They don't go Now I know it Edward's At the end of his deal the end of the year See, if I was mate. I would take a punt Keep him And if they win the league And they get into the Champions League We have a 40 million windfall. If he goes for nothing We're not losing much, are we? Yeah, but the only you know, thing i will say about if that, if Ricky yeah. rat, If it is not do that. I'm not saying it will
3: but if it does. Right, what's your thoughts, Ricky? Because your fellow supporters have been on this show lately saying that, you know, get rid of Edward because he's not trying a leg. So as much as you say, keep him. Now, me personally, I think you've got a better chance of uh, winning the league, keeping guys like Edward and Christie all day for me and taking the, the chance. But you've got fellow supporters on here up till last week saying about, you know, we need, need to get rid of him, not trying a leg. Uh, Criticising the lad I think he's a wonderful talent I really do So If you're going to keep Edward and take
2: the chance You've got to make sure The player's in the right Frame of mind to say Mm. That's what I'm going to do It's great as well This must be five Transfer windows We've sat here Debating When Odson Edward's Going to leave Celtic And when Alfredo Morelos Is going to leave Rangers And two weeks before The end of This transfer window They're both still there Is that what makes This
1: season so unique though That potential Straight passage into the group stages because, on any any other mid August, for as long as I can remember, if Ricky had said, "Ah, you know what, just, just keep Edward, let his contract run down, and see if we can win the league, you would straight away be saying, That sounds like a terrible business decision.
2: But th- is it different this year? Um, every year's different. But, Gordon, the prize is still the same. The biggest prize is the bragging rights between the two sides. Now, you're not going to tell me to say
1: that, though, but it's well, 50 million or whatever it is
2: up to now well, is pretty important. Gordon. If you sit here 12 months ago And say to Celtic mm-hmm. fans What's more important to you? Get 10 that, in a row or 50 yeah, but, but million quid? That was, but that was and 10, ten, that Rangers was ten fans, in a
1: row And that's now, not, that's now not up for grabs And for the first time in goodness knows how long If you win the league
2: this year It looks like you go straight into yeah, the listen, It's a huge financial prize I actually think last year was bigger Because it was either winning the 10 Or stopping the 10 That and its historical significance I think is bigger than any financial prize That said 40 or £50 million pounds is not to be sniffed at. It's a huge prize. I actually think Rangers have or had a significant advantage over Celtic because they had a settled squad, they had a confident squad, they won the league by 25 points last season. Celtic had so much work to do, as you said last night, so much catching up to do. But with each signing, it looks as if they're catching up a little bit, whether it's going to be enough. Wasn't. 36 more games to find out Thank you Ricky
1: 01419511025 Keep your thoughts coming in On that Rangers fans We're about to hear from Stephen Gerrard So we'd love to hear from you next How are you feeling A couple of days away From what is a, a crucial Europa League qualifier Against Alishkirt It's been an up and down Couple of weeks So pick up that phone And let us know What is on your mind Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. 01419511025 <laughs>
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here Both waiting on your calls though It's 01419511025 on the phones And if you would rather tweet Your kindest regards to them You can do that over at Clyde SSB So let's go back to the line At the moment And we'll bring in William Who's a Rangers fan Take it away William Hi
7: I'll- Gordon, Gordon and Roger. Oh,
2: hi,
7: yeah, uh, the two Celtic fans before, right? They're getting a wee bit ahead of themselves, right? But my ma- opinion is squad depth, right? We played uh Any other team could Scotland can make eight changes. It was a good performance. We won five no we're not shouting for the rooftops, you know what I mean? The two young boys as Gordon's point to it, uh Partison and Bassi, they're absolutely brilliant. In my opinion, they could they could play in any other team in their league and start. That's that, that's our backup fullbacks, you know. I just think during the course of the season, when well, say say our rivals get serious injuries, right? I don't wish that on anybody, right? Enough. but say the day it's a squad depth Who are going to the replace them? You know what I mean? Rangers have got a, a better squad, bigger squad, and as uh, Roger quietly point, pointed out, it's it's no it's no a it's no it's, not a, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, you know. I just think coming come, come round about Christmas time, we'll see. The two teams are doing. The first from the game, right? Celtic's not going to get the same possession they other guys Dundee Arts. Rangers, Rangers are going the main possession. Let's see what they're like under pressure, you know, when I mean, we can test that defence out.
3: I we'll agree with William uh, just now is I, I do think Rangers have got a, a stronger squad. I think positional-wise they've got cover in every position and with good quality. But... Once again, we go back to, and we heard the Celtic manager there, we've got to give him time. The window doesn't shut until the 2.31st. He's already come out, really, today to tell the Celtic fans, that look, there's more signings coming in. So you really can't judge until that window shuts. Have a look at the two squads. Will Rangers lose any of their assets? You know, we don't know that. Uh, What's the quality Celtic will bring in? We don't know that. So it's a difficult one just now, but if you're going... And, and and the basis of two squads right now. Without a doubt, Rangers have got a stronger mm. squad. But when we get to the transfer window and it closes, then you have to look at the quality of the two squads. Then you can I, judge I, it, I think. think. I
2: think Rangers needed Friday night, does A very, very bad week. The two defeats to Malmo and that performance and defeat at is in between. And they needed to get out and beat somebody. And I think Stephen Gerrard will take a lot of positives. Um, our Roof Back the team With a couple of goals After a, a family emergency John Lindstrom Getting his first Goal for the team And as William said Calvin Bassey I think three assists For Calvin Bassey I actually thought As, as last season went on He sort of tailed off A little mm-hmm. bit Calvin Bassey You know Patterson on the other side Was getting all the headlines He came in for Tavernier He looked great going forward He got his place In the Scotland squad At the Euros And I just felt Bassey had sort of just fallen off And you know You're you worried if Barisic Wasn't going to be in the team That, that you know Bassi wasn't anything like That level But I thought he played well At the weekend And I think Stephen Gerrard Will take a bit of encouragement From two or three aspects Of that win And if they do something similar Against Alashkert On Thursday night I think maybe The, the memories of, the, of that Terrible week Might start to, to fade away Will they both be Back on the bench On Thursday William
1: Or can you see any of them Staking a claim
7: I think I think I'm not going to be his biggest support but I think young Bassey might have a chance you know De Verne De Verne's the Verne captain I don't know he's the wee dip right but he's a, he's a very good player for the end of the day but I think Bassey's got a, a, a slight a slight wee chance you, you
3: know I, think, um, I, I can understand what William's saying and you can't take away from the lad that you, when you're given an opportunity it's up to you to take that I thought he was excellent on Friday night I really did Gordon um, but if I was getting into the biggest game of the season Tomorrow And I'd to pick my, my best player I'd pick Barisic All day long for me I think he's head and shoulders This moment in time Above but Barisic I, know
1: it, I wonder if you're And I don't necessarily disagree But I wonder if we're framing that wrong though Because this, We're not talking about A hypothetical biggest game all of the season We're right. just talking about the next game Right. And, and at, w- at what point, we, sit, we kind of touched th- on this with Alex I last night, at, at which point do you take form into account?
3: Um, I, I, well, I don't think you take form into account after three, four games. I think that it was an opportunity to give some of the squad players, like Bassey, Aie for instance, a run out, change one or two things round against a championship team that you were expected to beat at Ibrox. Yes, you can take into consideration they come off the disappointment uh, disappointment against uh, Malmo. Um, I thought Bassey was excellent. I'm not saying anything different. But I just think your your strongest 11 just now is Barisic in there and Tavernier it right back. Because there's a lot of cries just now for young Parson. I'm sure eventually Parson will come through there and really make that position his own. But just now... I don't think that you just rip everything up because of the first month of the season, where you've had.
1: Wouldn't really be ripping everything up, though, would it?
3: Well, you're all of a sudden people are wanting to change it to fullbacks. You know, people are saying, "Well." Get Tavernier out, get uh, Parson in because Tavernier's not playing the way, the way he should. Get uh, Bassey should stay in the team because Barisic isn't. So basically, you're changing two fullbacks right away. The two fullbacks were absolutely brilliant for Rangers last season. So, yes, I think that was a great opportunity the other night there to bring Bassey in against O'Ferlane. And the boy must have gained so much confidence for his performance because Roger was right. You were looking at this boy thinking, I don't see a future going forward with uh, with Rangers for him, but I thought he was excellent. But I just feel just now that it's too early to start thinking about, right, OK, the two full-backs, we're looking at their forum. let's drop them, let's bring in Parson and Bassey. I am sure that when Rangers line up probably at Dingwall on Sunday at three o'clock, I'm sure that the two full-backs, if fit, will probably be Tavernier and Barisic.
2: I'm actually more interested in the front six. I think the Angels best back forward is Tavernier, Goldson, Hellander, and Barisic That's it. But the, the front so are not Balogun like the, the previous European n- game. No, definitely not Balogun. I think Hellander's a better player than Balogun. The front six, though, are interesting for, for Thursday night because no Kamara would be a first pick and no Camara Ruth, who's edging probably towards being a first pick, I have to say. And it's what Stephen Jenner does now. You think Kent will play, Marelos will play, of right and Hadji. Who plays out there on the right hand side Because they both scored on Friday night mm-hmm. And then If you see Davis plays Probably Aribo plays Is Lundström now ahead of Scott Arfield For that other position? Yeah yeah, I think he is To be honest with you I think he
3: will
1: play I think the goal gave him the confidence uh, Thank you to William 01419511025 Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard He's challenging his players To embrace the pressure Of needing to deliver more success he says it's now their turn to build on what they achieved last season.
4: It's important, especially in this game, to, to have t- uh, internal targets. Obviously, the, the club's built on success. You know, previous players and managers and people who've been connected with the club have helped build a real successful history here at the football club. And, and now it's our turn. It's our responsibility to try and add to that um, to, to make sure that this club um, continues to be successful moving forward. That's the reason why. We we live under the pressure on a daily basis to to deliver that. That pressure needs to be embraced. Uh, We need to be excited about that uh, and use that as our motivation to to make sure that this season's a success as well.
1: 01419511025 is the number that Scott in Pollock has dialed. What's your point tonight, Scott?
8: Uh, I've just listened to the panel just now with some of your comments here about Parson coming in for uh, Tavenier. Don't forget that boy last year, Messed up by the COVID-19 But that's not my point I'm on the phone call for uh, I think it's we were not ready for the Champions League This year Because you can't even beat 2-1 Twice with Malmo One at home One abroad Mm -hmm. So I don't know Uh, What I'll show Is when we play Celtic and I'm sure we've got more than capable of beating Celtic and we'll win league like this year. Now I don't, I'm not saying the shape performance, I as a guarantee, but I think Steven Gerrard's come under a lot of pressure since the last couple of... Don't forget we stopped ten the a row last mm-hmm. year, which is one of the most important times for that to arm, and the Rangers man's point of view.
1: It's an interesting notion, Roger. That though, that you know, Rangers weren't ready for the Champions League. And if you're a, if you're a big picture man, I can I get that Where you take a step back and you say, well, the proofs in the pudding We're not there, so we weren't ready. But I mean, at half time at Ibrox last week, you wouldn't have said, oh, oh, we're not ready for the Champions
2: League. You know, is it's a bit easy to jump to that? Well, listen, the Champions League waits for no man. You have to be ready to grasp your opportunity when the opportunity comes along. Um, Stephen Jen had said at the tail end of the week. They weren't ready for PSG and Man City and Real Madrid And I think everyone accepts that Actually, I think they were ready for Malmo And they would have been ready for Ludo or But they had a spell at the start of the second half in Sweden And a spell at the start of the second half at Ibrox Where they collapsed And you cannot afford to do that Otherwise, teams, even at Malmo's level, will pick you off So that's now gone Rangers need to draw a line under it Rangers have been successful in the Europa League groups last two or three years under Stephen Gerrard I think they're going to get another chance at the Europa League groups I think they'll put Alashkert away They'll get into the Europa League groups And then it's up to them to show the type of form that they've done in Europe in the past two or three seasons
1: You don't see any issues on Thursday and beyond?
2: Uh, honestly, no, I don't think so I think Rangers should win with a bit to spare on Thursday um, give them sort of a good cushion For going over to Armenia Next week And I would also expect Celtic to go through I think Almar have sold Three or four of the better mm-hmm. players They brought in about £35 million But that's not really conducive to, to taking the team Too far in Europe If you like I think the more interesting One's actually for me Will be Aberdeen and St Johnson Because I think they've got A glimmer of a chance What do you think about you know what, Both of
1: you What you just heard From Stephen Gerrard You know, Talking about challenging players To embrace the pressure Delivering more success Building on what they achieved Last season the, the dynamic of Scottish football At the top It shifted so quickly Didn't it mm-hmm. Where for a long time Rangers were The chasing pack And now all of a sudden They're on top Celtic become the chasing pack How much does that change The psychology Well I
3: said, I said Last week in this show that, that it's easier To be champions Than to stay champions Gordon It's a lot harder Everybody's gunning for you um, You know It was a terrific Performance last season um, You know In the league And obviously in Europe And they get all the pats in the back. Now, with that comes added pressure because then the pressure's on you to maintain that, you know, the level of performance, um, to go and win the league again because the Rangers fans are now looking, thinking, right, we've got a terrific squad, they were looking forward to the start of the season and it's just not kicked off that way. And that's when a little bit of pressure comes to you as a manager, as a coaching staff, as a players, and you've got to be able to handle that. And when you look across the city, I think a lot of people a month ago probably would be looking at Celtic, what was going on behind the scenes, the fans weren't happy, the manager looked a bit down for me at times, he wanted things done quicker. All of a sudden, a month later... It's, Celtic fans are starting to get excited again The managers promising new players come in Some of the signings are starting And the football has been excellent And uh, the weekend So that that adds a little bit of pressure to the champions I'm sure we're going to have a really exciting battle
2: And a, a title uh, challenge this season I really do Yeah, listen, I would agree And Celtic at home to St Bernard know you're going to Celtic pants Saturday afternoon, guys You would expect Celtic to win that game at home to St Mirren. Rangers then go to Dingwall on Sunday afternoon. Again, you would expect Rangers to go to Dingwall and win. That would keep them on same number of points going into the Old Firm game at Hibs. Yeah, you, you just can, wonder You Roger, can't ask for any you more. You just than
3: wonder that. it's incredible how football works. If Celtic go and win the game on Saturday and and obviously Jim Goodwin all have other thoughts, but if Celtic go and win it at home against St Mirren if they play the type of football They put that Are you talking about pressure They put that A little bit of pressure On Rangers on the Sunday Because They want to get into The the old firm game Against
1: Rangers At Ibrox
3: level points They don't want Celtic Three points in front of them
1: I was just about to bring Scott back in He's disappeared 01419511025 Rangers fans Keep your calls coming in Celtic fans We heard from Ange Postacoglu Still looking for your ideas About what the priorities might be Personnel wise You've heard some names No doubt Who do you want to see brought in What areas need addressed ASAP 01419511025 and we'll speak
0: to you next. 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Roger Hannah and Gordon DL are both still here. Not scared them away just yet, so pick up the phone and talk to us. 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. It is a big week, of course. Uh, for our Scottish clubs in Europe it all kicks off tomorrow night Celtic against AZ Alkmaar Celtic fans, how are you feeling ahead of that one? Then on to Thursday A triple header, if you can call it that And they nice spread out kick off times as well Aberdeen up first, then St Johnson And uh, finally Rangers at home to Alishkirt at 8 o'clock Let's bring in a Rangers fan actually And see what he's got for us It's James in Barhead Hi James Evening gentlemen, I hope you're keeping well Thank you very um, much
9: yeah, so just uh, I was listening to the show last week and I was listening to Alex Ray talk about having Lundstrom and Davis in the same team because, regardless of performance against Malmo, they're two very similar minded players. and uh, that a Kamara being out on Thursday night, it's going to go down the line. So I, I heard Gordon say they'd put possibly Arfield in the head of him. I would just do something that's a bit different rather than having that um, kind of too defensive minded set up. Um, I just don't think Lundström settled into a team as well He's done well, don't be wrong But I just think I'd play Davis ahead of him And just put something else in there
3: Well I definitely agree that uh, Davis is a certain starter um, Lundström I think would have got a lot of confidence for his goal uh, He's not got off to the greatest start in his Rangers career But he's obviously a talented player yeah, but I mean, to, uh, remind I th- me of what the
1: suggestion was though, because the, was the midfield three against Malmo not Davis Sariboy and Arfield.
3: Yeah, I th- so. I thought no, I think the where the talking point was up at Taneda's Gordon when the midfield three looked similar. There was nothing mm-hmm. going beyond, but the introduction, for instance, of Wright and Friday night, you've got Hadi. a forward-thinking player. You get Ken. Uh, Arib, um, Aribo can go And play in that Forward area I like Arfield I've always mm-hmm. stood By Arfield I think he brings So so much To uh, the team um, But it'll be interesting To see how The Rangers manager Decides to go with this one
1: This is where It's difficult Roger Because you have to Take both into consideration If the disappointments Were done The United and Rangers The personnel was different So it's hard to to you know, generalise Because Gordon's a fan of Arfield Always has been And I think you know James was saying Bring him in um, And by the way The Malmo defeat I'm not saying it was Scott Arfield's fault f- no, Far, like, far well, from so it, was,
2: it It was a bad eight days for Rangers I don't think you know, People in the show Talking about Ryan Kent didn't do this Or James Tavernier didn't do it Borna Barres Leon Balligan Rangers just played below The level you've expected of Rangers For the past year and more Gordon So let's not pick out individuals Draw a line under it And move on What's the best team For Rangers to play Alashkirk Davis I agree with us, I think needs to be in I like Aribo I think Aribo gives you Something different To the rest of the midfielders There I think it needs to be Kent It needs to be Morelos Wright Or Hadji On the right hand side And then our field Or Lundstrom It just depends Steven Gerrard's seen him In training every day How much has Lundstrom Taken out that, our performance In Ro- the goal on Friday Not night? just that Roger the, the, the coaching staff
3: Will have looked at the opposition Yeah now, the good thing is about this, uh, Rangers, and that's what I'm saying now when we're uh, looking at the difference between Rangers and Celtic squad, Stephen Gerrard just now, as a Rangers manager, has got that option to look at the opposition and think, right, I think a Lonesome or an Arfield is perfectly suited for this game against the style of the opposition. So I think that's um, It'll be interesting to see what
2: his starting line up or, or is Or even has Hadji tucked in in the three And right outside Hadji Yeah of uh, course uh, Outside right Of course I just think you know, he's if got he, If he feels he can hurt them
3: I think he's got, he's got options yeah. Roger Depending on how he thinks mm. opposition Are going to come to Highbrooks What's uh, the best way How I, Are we going to have plenty of the ball How are we going to hurt them Who's the perfect because perfect
1: Because Malmo was disappointing and because that then makes this game even more important You have to get through Europa League And then you keep hearing all those buzz phrases like There are no easy games in Europe I, Without being disrespectful Are we in danger of making Alishkirt sound more dangerous
2: than they actually are? Uh, Rangers should get past Alishkirt Because they're, uh, they're not as good as Malmo, that, that would be no, clear, yeah? No, Rangers should get past Alishkirt Celtic should get past Altmar. Um It would be great for Scottish football to have the two of them back in Europa League groups Thursday nights are so exciting to build up to the games uh, And it also, in terms of the domestic stuff it, it means they're on a sort of level playing field If you like, in terms of the league You know, both of them would be playing Thursday night in Europe Both of them would have to play Sundays at the weekend um, They're both in the quarter-finals of the Premier Sports Cup So they both have the same pressure of fixtures Between now and Christmas and possibly beyond Ah, we don't like Sundays off work anyway It's fine more Sunday games the better mm-hmm. Is that
1: right Gordon? Mm-hmm Sign up for an extra day That's <laughs> fine uh, James, what else is on your mind tonight?
9: Yeah, Joey Weirman, um, The player's been linked with us all summer um, I'm just wondering if um, when, uh, Getting knocked out of the Champions League Is going to cost us that transfer Because um, I don't think we should be selling anyone But I like the look of the lad From what I see To be in a, a bracket he's going to improve the squad again I'm just wondering if there's been any whether it's updates Or whether we think That's going to be one that we get Because I don't think If I'm right That when you've actually spent Any cash on players up front So far this summer um, It's all been free So um, I would imagine there's still still in the transfer pot so.
2: Roger um, No I don't think it's any closer to signing James and eight Than he has been It's an awful lot of money They're looking for here in vain they um, are talking about Eight million pounds plus It's a kind of deal Teams do if they get into the Champions League, and it tends to be the type of deal teams don't do if they miss out on the Champions League. And I, I just want—you you can't rule anything out. Who, who knows who might go out if there's a bid that We just can't resist for a, a Marelos or a Kamara or someone like that? That might bring in money that could be directed towards a Veerman deal. But but as things go at the minute, I don't think it's imminent. Does the Champions League exit? Tell you,
1: James, that you're you're more likely to be looking at the exit door rather than than who's coming in between now and the end of the month.
9: Yeah, unfortunately, 100. percent I think um, I would have said if we stay in the Champions League, at the state of the squad would have stayed the same. But I think there's there's one of the, maybe the big four or five um, going, and it seems to always keep coming back to Kamara, and it's just a shame because I think that he's out of the team. We miss him a lot. So yeah, I think there's I think we're far more likely to sell at the moment. Than we have to get somebody in for cash, so uh, which is a bit of a, a shame, but. Well, that's
3: the specialist on Champions I think if you're a Rangers manager just now, you're chapping the boar's door and, and saying, you know, can I keep my players? Not can I add to the squad? I think that would be chancing your arm a little bit, uh, especially with the disappointment of the Champions League. I think it's important for Stephen Gerrard, especially with the pot of gold at the end of winning the league this season. I think it's so important that he keeps his top, top players. And I think that if he can get by the window, And not adding anyone But still having the same squad I think he'd be a happy manager
1: Yeah, I mean Back page of your newspaper This morning Roger it has got Spartak Moscow um, Interested in Glen Kamara I think I saw elsewhere This afternoon They're putting out noises To suggest that's not the case But I guess It's that
2: time of the year Where We'll we'll know more By the end of the month Listen It's the time of the year That all clubs have lists Of potential transfer activity Um, You hear Hans Posikoglu today Saying They're close to a few Now If they're close to a few That means they've tried A lot And they've got it down to a few Rangers will be the same Rangers will have a list Of potential incomers And I'm sure Spartak Moscow And Feyenoord And PSV Eindhoven And all the clubs around Europe Will be the same And Come close of play In 14 days time Some clubs will get the ones That they want some clubs will miss out On the ones that they want And the ones that miss out Will say they never wanted them In the first place, Gordon uh, James, why is it you feel That, that Glenn Glen is the most
1: likely?
9: I think he's um, The platform they had the summer At the Euros um, He did very well In the group games um, Really decent stats performed really well Didn't look out of place And I think it's, When you're up against A higher calibre player On a bigger platform it's, it's going to bring A, a new group of suitors And he's been talked about For a while anyway So I don't think he was a surprise to a lot of people, so I think that that helped increase his profile. Um, so I think that's probably the biggest factor I think that why he's now being talked about more than most is the
1: one that people are after. Uh, which is saying something because it's it's usually the Alfredo Morelos show in the transfer window. Yeah, right? I guess that's about maybe they're competing
2: for the the starring role <laughs> this year. I don't know. Well, listen, as I said earlier on, this must be about four or five windows we've we've spoken about Alfredo Morelos potentially leaving, and he's still there. And he's still important to Stephen Gerrard, And I think Stephen Gerrard would quite happily keep him for what he'll hope is a Europa League group campaign because he is, after all, Rangers' top scorer in European history now.
3: Yeah, I do agree. Uh, I think it'd be a big blow for Rangers to lose Kamara, but it would certainly be a big profit uh, for what they paid for him. He's been brilliant. I watched him on Friday night and he just ran the show. He's a terrific talent, the lad. Um, no doubt there will be people... Sitting uh, watching him Gordon uh, Whether the bids that come in If bids do come in Are big enough to you know, Maybe tempt Rangers Then that's up to Rangers or Football Club But as I said earlier I think that Steven Gerrard wants to get to this Transfer window, get it closed And have the same squad To get into the, the, the new season And obviously, hopefully, the Europa League
1: James, good man, thank you for taking the time Tonight, that was James in Barhead Which takes us up nicely to this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun
0: For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: Did you hear last night's Beat the Pundit? No Four years Over a thousand shows <laughs> For me I would say Probably the worst Beat the Pundit I've ever listened to mm-hmm. It was a 1-0 victory For Alex Ray yeah. It was <laughs> the ugliest Of victories which you Well they did so well In the full time teaser Well yeah I said a
3: victory's a victory uh, I'll stick up for Alex In this one
1: See but I'm For the Beat the Pundit purists out there Let's see if we can get a better all round game A more entertaining spectacle tonight 01419511025 Is it a spectacle if it's on the radio? Probably not But that's not the point Pick up the phone if you want to play Gordon DL Or Roger Hanna You do need to call before 7 o'clock So be quick Your chance to Beat the Pundit is up next If you call 01419511025 (laughs)
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 to get involved Here's what you missed If you're just joining us We kicked off hearing from Ange Postacoglu Who says Celtic are closing in On completing a few deals for new players So Celtic fans What do you make of that What is the What are the priorities Whether that's people That you've heard of That you're particularly excited about Or it's areas of the pitch Whatever it is Pick up the phone Steven Gerard's challenging His players to embrace The pressure Of needing to deliver More success Of course they're in action On Thursday night at home to Curtin. Anything else you think We've missed It's 0141951 1025 And we'll get to you After this
0: the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football
1: Oh, I've just had an exciting piece of correspondence from Black Arthur, oh. I remember him and I was thinking he had been a bit quiet this mm. season for anyone who is unfamiliar with Mr Arthur he is the mystery man who collates all the data from Beat the Pundit sends it over in a nice uh, league table Um, And he dips in and out with some nice information Um, He's been moving house Now remember there was a bit of Moving castle Speculation about where Mr Arthur lives Because last year he he sent a picture And if you looked in the background It looked like he had a very nice Spanish or Californian or Caribbean There was a lot of speculation Mm about where Mr Arthur lives But he's moved anyway
3: To Uh, (laughs) Castleman
1: And um, he says I'm finally up to date And he sent me in the table Roger Hanna, I mean, he, technically your top 100% record, but you've only played once. Yeah. here's the. This yeah. is the big shock for the new season. Wilson played 3-1-3, three, three, 100%. <gasps> no, where's Dazzler? Played 3-1-2, down at 66%. So the only person who's not got a victory yet is Mr. Keevans. Played one, lost one. Who? Um, ah, but what about the Wednesday boys and... Uh, Caldwell Duffy yeah,
2: these uh, guys.
1: Caldwell's um, audition for the Newcastle job clearly didn't hinge on Beat the Beat Pundit because he's, yeah. pl- he's played 3 1 1. Right, Duffy? Um, he's 100% record as well. No, play. Play- played 1. No, so played 1. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Alex Ray struggling as well, played 3, only 1 1. We'll <gasps> see how we get on. Paul's and canvas Lang. How's it going, Paul? Um good, thanks. How's yourself, God? Not bad at all. I'm not even going to waste your time, Paul, by asking mm-hmm. who you would rather play. I think that league table tells its own story. So I will toss the coin if it's. And here's the other thing Black Arthur, he's also sent me in a, a bit of detail on the tossing technique. Oh, I, know, I know you're all, you're all very curious. Yeah. So 11 tails this mm-hmm. season and only five heads. I don't know what's going on with this this coin, but if it's heads, it's Roger Hanna, tails, it's Gordon Yale. Make it twelve. It's tails. Gordon DL. That's ridiculous. What is going on? Honestly, it's a standard one pence piece. I, I can't. I can't do anything different. So, Gordon, we'll give you some Clyde too. Thank you. So that you can't hear the answers. Paul, thirty seconds. Just answer as many right as you can. And if you don't know, we just move on to the next one. Okay. No problem. Right, let's go. Thirty seconds, and your time starts now. Which side is former Celtic boss Ronnie Dialer the manager of? Uh, New York City Which side did Jermaine Defoe join Rangers from? Southampton Name the only Cypriot currently playing in the Scottish top flight Pass Which Italian team did Tammy Abraham join today? Roma Name any club team that Dennis Law played for? Man United Which manager won the first two titles of Rangers 9 in a row between 88 and 97? Graham Tunis Who's Livingston's club captain? Pass Okay, let's bring Gordon DL back. Gordon, can you hear us? I can. Same set of questions. Yep. Ready? Yep. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. Which side is former Celtic boss Ronnie Dyla the manager of? Oh, pass. Which side did Jermaine Defoe join Rangers from? Uh, Bournemouth. Name the only Cypriot currently playing in the Scottish top flight. No idea, pass. Which Italian team did Tammy Abraham join today? Roma. Name any club team that Dennis Law played for Club team, Manchester City Which manager won the first two titles of Rangers 9 in a row Between 88 and 97 88, 97, Africa Who's Livingston's club (laughs) captain?
3: Livingston's club captain is Guthrie Honestly (laughs) I'm
1: not getting to it years am I No but you you focused (laughs) on the wrong part of the question Anyway Paul, how was that for you?
6: Yeah, it was okay, I may be tight
1: Yeah, I think it is tight, let's find out Ronnie Dial is the manager of New York City I've never got that Paul got it, he's one nil up But equalised straight away Jermaine Defoe came from Bournemouth mm. So there we go, one all The only Cypriot in the top flight in Scotland, Roger Alec Gogic. Alec Gogic. I'd still be standing here tomorrow Tammy Abraham Roma Joined Roma, so you both got it So we still level? Yep Dennis Law, look at him going for the the, the, yeah, the City connection United. City, uh, Man back, United Keeler. Man City Huddersfield River. Torino So still level Which manager won The first two titles Of Rangers 9 in a row You didn't even need to Bother about the years It wasn't Dick Advocat Was it Think Dick Advocat Was the Rangers manager In
3: 1988 Oh right I didn't Sorry I didn't understand well, I, The question
1: I know you didn't But um, it was Graeme Souness Paul got it Oh that's me being Which, it Well you got one more question Both of you got the same question Who's Livingston's club captain? Is it Nicky Devlin? It is Nicky Devlin It's another defeat for DL Played 4-1-2 The win percentage drops to 50 Well done Paul and Canvas Lang Good man
6: Thank you very much Unlucky Gordon Well done Paul
1: Okay mate Beat it On <laughs> the ball burst Ah, oh, bro That was Paul In Canvas Lang There we I go I can't
3: believe that i to go got soon
1: It's no problem If what? <laughs> if I'd actually understood the question Mmm that's quite a big F, Roger The word if is doing a lot of lifting there yeah. uh, that And was... you, you
2: do know John Gough left Livingston about six months ago? He <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> was the only person I could think of. <laughs> uh,
3: Has he left Livingston?
2: Oh, he's not a captain there
1: Which manager won the first two titles Of Rangers 9 in a row? Dick Advocate, honestly <sighs> I, I don't even know where to go with that I think we'll just leave it That's you down to 50% <laughs> 50%, 50%. Oh, I need to four one third. 2 I need...
3: Oh. Right, I need a victory on Thursday sure I just hold the
1: mushrooms listening in tonight
3: Oh, how, how he'll be excited. himself How yeah. excited will he be
1: He took the weekend off as well, where was he? Berwick or something Berwick at a caravan, he's, he's living the life and, um, Oh, I oh, 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 should not have
2: dropped in to see him oh. He'll be absolutely delighted that He came uh, back quiet There's a text
3: coming in No, it's for Peter Harrison. Called me something That he shouldn't really call me <laughs> Imagine him calling them do that
1: you know? <laughs> 01419511025 That is the number you need You can tweet us as well of course At Clyde SSB, Just like Mr Black Arthur did uh, With the Beat the Pundit tape You're still above Hugh Kevins. That's He's in, he's in 0% uh, at the moment I'm disappointed with that Yeah tonight. I'm disappointed in you actually
3: Tuesdays aren't good for me I usually come alive on a Thursday What year did you leave Rangers incidentally?
2: What year did they leave? Mm. Um. <laughs> I don't uh, Remember you were at the Angels Remember You played for the, yeah, the Blue Last
3: game was in The Goffin Scottish Goffin Cup final Against Aberdeen when Was that
2: 85 you? No 83 1-0 oh, game Alright oh, So was, that's fine A good yeah, bit before was, 88 I was I was just, just, There was 2 It was a 4-1 And then it was a 1-0 I was just checking Yeah around yeah, right about there 83 But I knew as soon as You've heard of him yeah
3: Yeah because You're aware of his manager. I cannot believe that Back to that date Can we play a game That's for
1: sure uh, That's only
3: because I, I obviously manage against a, I've got a lot of respect for him as a coach
1: Right, I'm, I'm struggling to see the link there As to why you thought that was the answer But mm. anyway, 01419511025 On the phones we Clyde SSB on Twitter Let's bring in James in Port Glasgow Hi James
10: Good evening Gordon, Gordon and Roger I've um, got two wee points for you guys Good on you go. As you know, the old firm are in In you Europe on Wednesday and Thursday now I'm a Celtic fan as you know Now if we go this tie Against the FC at Alma and we Year's qualify and they're into the Group stages of the Europa League now That's 6 matches, possibly 8 or 10 Just a point guys, do you think That would give us a massive advantage of Trying to get the Premiership title back this year
1: A bit different this year Roger Because this Conference League is is Lurking below isn't it You know for it's not like one would crash straight out. No, no, so, they, they, they
2: would go into they, yeah. whatever happens in these ties. They, there's football, there's group stage mm-hmm. football right up until Christmas time. It just depends what competition you're better off. More kudos, there's more money involved in the Europa League. So it's to be hoped that Celtic Rangers win through to in, the Europa in, League. Interestingly enough, kudos, certainly. The prize
1: money difference is not that much. No. So the, the, obviously, the drop off from Champions League to yeah. Europa League is, a, is huge. 100%. But actually, the money difference between Europa League and Conference League is not. It's not that much, it's it's less than a million pounds, isn't it? It's about yeah, half a million. And, and, I think, and
2: difference. then you the, listen. The, the home game, three home games you get as Celtic Rangers have found in the last few years, can be attractive if you go down into that conference league. The
4: yeah, home times are likely to still, be yeah.
2: less attractive. So, you know, you might not sell all the tickets, sure, it might not sure. be as glamorous in terms of the TV company, TV revenue, and things like that. It might not be quite as much. So, you're better off in the Europa League, whatever happens, the two sides will, will mm-hmm. be in Europe, and it will be a It'll be a decent fight James it's something That we always hear You know about This notion That you can somehow
1: Concentrate on the league But The the, the good teams Not almost Thrive on You know Going into Europe Playing well there Keeping the confidence And then taking that Back into the league form
10: Not really to be honest with you, I actually thought If we went out On this round here That was us out of Europe completely So I get that totally wrong
1: oh, That's the so, way we'd usually work To be fair James It's just because This new competition It's its hard to keep up with
10: well, Anyway I've got a wee second point for you Go for it. Guys Imagine Celtic are a jigsaw puzzle At this moment And Let's say For talk say It's 25 parts To the jigsaw Or 25 players How far down the line Do you think we are At this moment and getting the jigsaw puzzle fully completed. As in getting all the right parts in mm. to complete the jigsaw. Now I would say, at this particular moment, we're about 40-50% to 50% of the at this moment getting there. As you know, they all say, you can't put a square peg in a round hole. So we've got to bring in more players. But how far down the line do you think we're getting the jigsaw totally mm. filled?
1: James, James says
3: fifty percent. That mm. that sounds quite low. Uh, yeah, they're a lot closer of um, completing the jigsaw than they were a month ago. <laughs> That's to be honest. Um, no, I think they're they're looking at um, at least. I'm with Roger. I think you're looking between the the four and six players. I really do because it's going to be a long season. Europe, cups, the league. Um, I think you need a real good squad, a healthy squad. You're going to have injuries, got to have suspensions. I still think Celtic are a bit short just now, and I'm sure that's why the the manager is desperate to get recruitment in. Um, so, uh, as I say, they fill in a bit of the jigsaw, but there's still a bit to go.
1: Roger, but, in this hypothetical jigsaw puzzle, thinking back to the way we were discussing it in May
2: and and so on. Can you complete it in one transfer window? Can, can it really be done? Listen, I think we will try and complete it in one transfer window And then maybe top up in January mm. Depending, you know, how, how they look in the league It's just I funny think, isn't th- it though
1: Because, you know, back then There was a real acknowledgement of the size of the rebuild And people yeah. said, you know, this is going to take a while The manager needs time As long as there's signs of improvement But all of a sudden, win a few games Get people excited And the notion of being accepting That it's going to take time can... Disappears a little bit Well
2: they'll, they'll get more players in I think in an ideal world James is asking him many pieces away Maybe five I think they need a right back Another centre back Probably need a left back I think they would like Another striker in Because There's doubts about Edward uh, Lee Griffiths I don't think Will feature too much A Yeti I don't think Will feature too much So I think they'd like A striker in And I think they'd probably Like one more Midfield player in there as well. To be perfectly honest with you, so I think five. If they don't get them, they then look at January. But I think in January, as all managers do, they'll look to enhance and improve the squad. Anyway, anyway. Mm. Gordon, I said when uh, when he came in, it uh, can't be judged in
3: one transfer window. Although the Celtic fans are delighted With what's happening there just now And they see Celtic going forward They like the brand of football You've got to give this manager Two, three transfer windows Before I think you can truly Sit back and judge him Because that's what you're judging on as a manager Your style of play The players you bring in um, You know Adding more value To your squad So I don't think that Because of the size Of the job That faced him When he mm. went in the, the front doors I don't think he can do it in L- no One, one on of the things, things.
2: Listen you know better than me One of the things That helps a manager If you can go in And get somebody Like Tom Rogic And revitalise Tom Rogic The way he looks To have done In the last two or three games That might save you A signing mm. I totally agree with you
3: Roger Um, You know I've always said I don't think MDs doubt it Tom Rogic's ability um, But he's certainly starting to get a tune out of him The only thing I would like to see About this guy right He's the only guy That's through his career I would like to count How many 90 minutes he plays I don't understand Why he can't play 90 minutes
1: Has that not become A bit of a cliche though I mean Teams Certainly a couple of seasons ago But teams change their attack Because it was David Turnbull Last year Everyone then used to say it About David Turnbull
3: Yeah but this guy's Went season after season After season after season He didn't really season. play
1: A lot of football at all Last season you did know, he Regardless well, Even under Brendan
3: Rodgers we, we all knew The 70 minutes uh, uh, that I, I'm i a massive fan Of him uh, Well the manager
1: said At the weekend they, they, The the way that they can Maintain this intensity That they, they start games with Is by signing mm. more players Because he pointed out That the midfield three In particular um, mm. McGregor Turnbull Rogic Had all had to you know, do it three times in, 90, well, you in, do, a, in a week
3: you, you do notice Gordon nearer the end of the game that you know it's not the same pace obviously because it is early season uh, it's a big demand on the players to keep that you know that pace and momentum and everything the pressure up so that's why you're talking about jigsaws I'm not going to judge this guy on this transfer mm-hmm. when this guy needs more than
1: just this transfer I mean James you said 40 or 50 percent I think that that does sound quite Low, what makes you think there's still that much left to be done?
10: Well, I think when you look at it up front, and we all know that it's a because those were centre-forward. The midfield needs one or two in the defence. Let's not kid ourselves in the boys. Starfield is no exactly set. Heather on fire at the moment. That's no saying that a guy won't come on in a good game, but we definitely need a right-back and a left-back. Go James McCarthy, and that should help. But I just don't think we're quite there. And I'd say another thing to fellow Celtic fans let's no crow yet because the football against Dundee was excellent. And I would say that nobody went to that match that day expecting Celtic to show up like that perform. Then against Hearts, played really well again. The only time that we can gloat at our rivals is when we go to Ibrox and either get a point. I've come away with three. Go to Petaudry, Easter Road First Park That's when We might have Be able to go But let's no crow and you know, Let's calm ourselves down And take it game by game Guys That's what I think
1: Nice to hear from you James Let's hear You mentioned right back there Let's hear from Anthony Ralston. He's happy how he's adapting To new responsibilities In this role at Celtic He says he's been determined To make the most Of the chance At first team football
4: It is completely new to myself But I've just tried my best to, you know, in the in, when the gaffer first came in to, you know, really take on board exactly how you know he wanted me to, to play that role. Um in training sessions and things like that, just try my best to express going in and inside or, you know, to find the space back outside and things like that to take it on the ball and um, it's different, you know, ways of playing. But like I say, I'm enjoying it. It's, um, it's, it's becoming more familiar to me as, as each game goes by, and it's good that we've got so many games in a short period of time that I can um, I can have the experience of going in and doing it. So I'm enjoying it. there was more opportunity coming in for, from pre-season to to get a few games under my belt and to impress, and that's all I tried to do. I just try and focus on me and um, and training and, and and in games to. To just give my all and um, hopefully um, you know keep getting more game time and and, and to impress. But uh, it was a big, it was a good opportunity, and hopefully I can continue to play and to help the team as much as possible.
1: James, you said Celtic need a right back, and let's be honest, they do. Regardless of how well he's played, they don't they don't have another one, so they're going to sign someone. Josip Juranovic has been mentioned in the space of a few weeks. James, is it possible people have now? reconsidered Anthony Ralston even if Celtic do sign another right back can he be the number one pick in that area? I don't
10: think he is I think he's a good but he's getting better but we can't afford to take risks in major games with someone who's a good player we need quality because it's going to come back to bite us when we go to IBOX we'll be severely tested Aberdeen Easter Road this is when we'll know if the jigsaw is coming Together and it's not going to fit guys that's the where I think um, I'm delighted they're playing the last couple of matches I can't believe it's the same Celtic from last year but as I say let's no crow because I've not done anything yet but it's up. smile in and wait to the end of the games at road and and if you walk away with three points a draw then they can go up, But no at the moment
1: I think everyone would agree though Gordon Anthony mm. Ralston has Surpassed expectation And if it is You know Juranovic A Croatian international There's clearly an expectancy That he comes in as His first pick But at some point Whoever the next right back is Is going to have to get into the Celtic team And do better Than Anthony Ralston well, Has he's, done surely Whoever's
3: come in Has get competition Gordon Everyone wrote, uh, wrote This lad off And You look at him And you think Well He's been out and loan. Uh, it's not really worked for him. He's got a future at Celtic. A new manager has changed that. And also, confidence has changed that. The style of football's helped him. He's cut the goals, certainly, has helped him. He's been excellent. He's been absolutely excellent. But I heard the, the manager today saying, Look, we can't just expect this boy to play every single game. And that's correct. They need cover in there. They need competition. I think it's the same at a left-back position. I think that Greg Taylor played very well at weekend. I think there's competition needed there as well. But you've got to take your hat off because everybody had written this lad off and he, he just dug deep and he worked away and every day he must have just went into training, got his head down. And I think the boys got his rewards. I'm delighted for him because he's must have put in a lot of effort and you see a different player. Is he going to be the number one right back? I would probably say no, but we've written him off since the start of the season. He keeps coming back. He's played every game. You can't say he's not played very well. He's been terrific, and he scored a couple of goals. So I just hope the boy keeps working. The confidence comes with that, and he gets on, and you rightly say, Gordon. whoever comes in right back has now got competition. whereas. At the start of the season, if you told me they brought any right-back in I'd have thought, that's a number one right-back Because Ralston ain't going to challenge him I think it's
2: turned round now. Yeah, I'd listen, the manager spoke about um, Josip Juranovic today I think Celtic would like to get Juranovic in He's a proven international right-back Plenty of experience, played at a major finals group for Croatia He, he if he signs, will be first choice But Antony Ralston, Antony Ralston was very close to leaving the club in the summer um, circumstances dictated That they offered him a contract And all you can do Is give players an opportunity Some take the opportunity Others don't Anthony Nelson Thus far this season Has taken his opportunity But I don't think He's as good a player As Joseph Uranovic I'm going to start calling James the Jigsaw
1: man Just so mm. the next time He comes
2: on We can see yeah, what the pieces are A good idea are, I'll I'll For a Superstore at Christmas with The Celtic Jigsaw
1: yeah I think We to get James A cut of that though
2: Yeah and we could promote it Celtics Mark Wilson Could promote it Sure
1: I like it Right, We'll, we'll keep an eye on that <laughs> Thank you
2: Jigsaw Man James from Port
1: Glasgow 01419511025 And lovely full time teaser For you coming next
0: Taking your calls On Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here It's 01419511025 in the phones It's at Clyde SSB on Twitter as well um, We've got a full time teaser for the guys as well Let me just check in on Twitter um, Certainly reports t- tonight Roger I think Sky Sports amongst others um, Mentioning that Celtic have agreed a fee With Liga Warsaw to sign Jozef Juranovic um, £2.5 million pounds. Talks remain ongoing So Maybe
2: one to keep an eye on In the next day or two Yeah Listen I would imagine That would probably happen There was an interesting Jan Kuto One of the Manchester City Youngsters I believe he's going to Sporting Braga In Portugal That was his preference Because he's Brazilian And they have a team Full of Brazilians And he wanted to go And play there So Celtic very quickly Refocused on Juranovic And I think a deal Will be done You need three parties To be happy with us The selling club They're happy The buying club They're happy And I'm quite sure Juranovic will be content With a deal he'll get I would think he'll be A Celtic player sooner Rather than later Right Mm. Beat um, Full time teaser royalty Has been back in touch Remember the crazy pony He popped up last
1: year Another mystery man Started sending in Some really difficult questions uh, And he'd gone a bit quiet At the start of the year Which is fine uh, it's not, not uh, He's well entitled to But he's back He's back with a bang He sent one in tonight Full time at Clyde1.com The crazy pony wants to know Can you name 10 players Who've played in Scotland And have been capped for Australia By Ange Postecoglou? So, can you name ten players who've played in Scotland and have been capped for Australia, specifically by Ange Postecoglou? Tom Roggage. Loans do not count, by the way. Permanent players only. Tom Roggage? Yes. Scott McDonald.
2: No. Uh, Ryan McGowan. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I had. To and
2: Dylan McGowan. Nope.
1: No. Oh yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Now it go Craig
2: Moore. <laughs> no. <laughs> <I don't...
1: laughs> I did like the way You laughed at you oh, no, there. I thought that was good What about uh, Mark Milligan Yes Right okay We'll leave it there You can join in by the way 10 players Who've played in Scotland Permanently Loans don't count And have been capped For Australia By Ange Postecoglou. If you're out there And you want to hear Your question on the show It does not need to be As hard as that We need to make them Difficult on a Tuesday Because Gordon uh, knows everything obviously. Mm-hmm. Um nothing to do with Roger whatsoever. Full time at Clyde onecom dot com. Send him in. time at Clyde onecom dot com. Let's bring in Robert, who's a Partick Thistle fan from Mary Hill. What's on your mind tonight, Robert? Um just about the
11: mention about Jack Casey mm-hmm. that you known for us. Like that's a Sherry Clone signing for Thistle. So. Um type, you know Bring a lot of pace into the team. And hopefully he can, you know, st- start playing a few games as well and show his talent off because I know he's got a lot of talent in him. Um, Jack Hasty.
2: Yeah, what did you make of that one yesterday, Roger? Um, Jake Hasty it's, it's funny how you get impressions of things. I think Jake Hasty might have met the ideal man in Ian McCall because... Jake Hasty, Come on to Motherwell City. I don't need to tell you two guys You saw Jake Hasty At his best When he was playing well With David Turnbull A couple of years ago Earned his move to Rangers And he immediately Found it difficult at Rangers Now he's gone out To Rotherham He's gone out to Motherwell Again on loan, And then Never really reached The heights that he did In that first spell When he came into The Motherwell first team But Ian McCall Has a habit Of getting some of these Wider players And sort of rejuvenating them You know Declan McDade Down at United And turned him into a player is now in the Premier League With Dundee He's taken Scott Tiffany Now he took him on loan From Livingston He's now done a permanent Deal with him And he seems to get The best out of Scott Tiffany Thistle uh, Maybe Robert will agree Or disagree with that And I think now If he gets Jake Hasty, He just seems to be able To sort of Get the best out of Players like that So If he can get the best out For Thistle Thistle are a winner Jake Hasty's a winner Maybe Rangers long term Could be a winner as well If they can get Jake Hasty back to the type of form That attracted Stephen Gerrard In the first I do, place
3: I do agree with you I, I worked with a lad When I was at Airdrie I took him from Motherwell on loan Gordon And the caller's right Robert The one thing you notice Right away He's blessed with blistering pace He's terrific pace uh, He was basically He was learning the game He's a very willing learner. A uh, Lovely boy Got to say and he had a terrific time at Motherwell Which earned him that move to Rangers And it was just a step too far too quickly for me The boy needs someone He needs to go to a club that people believe in him They, they love him he, he, He's one of these guys that, as you say An Eamon Cole can get the the, the you know the arm round the shoulder and, and, and coax him into the game And educate him as well Because he's obviously picked up a lot of good education Training day in, day out at the Rangers uh, playing against You know Better opposition Every day in training as well So I think it's a terrific move I really do I just think the boy needs To get back To a club that believes in him Playing regular football
1: And I think Partick Will have a good signing On their hands uh, Very good start to the season Robert uh, A convincing win Against Umferman Last time out Beat Queen of the South Before that um, How high are your hopes At this stage For what's to follow?
11: Um, right now, uh, early on in the days, honestly, it's hard to say. Hopefully, we can continue. It's going to be a tough game away to our growth. You know, we know what our growth did against St. Johnson there at the weekend, so it's going to be a difficult game for us this weekend. But if we can, we you know Jake Casey coming in and Scott Tiffany, if we can keep all our top players in form you
1: know Richie Foster Vanigans. then I think we can you know kind of do it or even make the playoffs well, The playoffs have been great Roger we don't agree in much in Scottish football we don't um, praise our governing bodies for getting much right but the playoffs have been brilliant yeah. and everybody really I don't know will take it we, we, no, probably look at everyone in that league has maybe got ambitions yeah. of, of making the playoffs the championship's been fascinating for the last Maybe sort of seven or eight years Because there's always been one or two Really big clubs in there That, that you would expect to be huge favourites to get out And this year it's Kilmarnock's well, turn
2: yeah, yeah, and you look You've had Rangers coming out of the league Hearts coming out of the league Hibs coming out of the league Dundee United Dundee coming out of the league All the big city teams You see Kilmarnock I'm going to see Kilmarnock for Super Scoreboard on Saturday Away to the other relegated team Hamilton They will both have ambitions Of getting back up at the first attempt And thistle as Robert says Why not? come right through that league and get into the playoffs. Daz is going to Gerkode, so he says, yep. on on Friday night for the 5th Derby. Those two clubs, Wraith and Infermline, will have ambitions. A United have pushed and D de- United so hard in the, in the Cup at the weekend, will have ambitions as well. So it's a really, really good league. And as Robert says, you can't take anything for granted. Go on to Erbroath. Look how far both pushed the Holders and Johnson in the Cup at the weekend. Dick Campbell does a great job there on... A relatively small budget That will be a tough game And that may actually show Robert Just how far Thistle can go in this league this season
1: Just when you were talking about the Championship And the weekend there it reminded me about Air United obviously played in the the Cup at the weekend Did you hear the story that I read out from Craig Who tweeted in last night So Craig's mate was driving past Somerset at the weekend A ball came flying out the stadium and smashed his windscreen Now hold on I, I've maybe embellished Some of that you No know, was he No I was going to say I wasn't sure if it was parked No he says yeah I've got it up here My mate was driving past Somerset A ball was kicked out of the stadium And smashed the windscreen I was sceptical I asked for evidence And sure enough Sent me the picture Look at this Was he? <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh <laughs> Was that one of the penalty kids? It Mcnultys McNulty skied his penalty he Roger did. didn't yep. Um, we'll need to get a time check. That's a dangerous that road. Uh,
3: when, especially when I was a manager and we were doing shooting practice, dangerous road. I mean, you'd
1: you gutted when you you got a new car today?
3: Yeah, I was going to nearly put the beat the pundit ball out the
2: window tonight, but uh, car's looking good, does? You've not seen it. You've just shown me a picture of it. Yeah, but you've not seen it. What, was that a picture of something yeah, was a like, a random yeah. car yeah. You've shown <laughs> me <laughs> of, That was <laughs> a Bentley <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've got the old Passat back Bring back the Passat
2: That was my I, thing I loved remember the, the Passat that, Roger? The Passat oh, and I go, <laughs> The dent on every single I, I think, Panel I think the Passat is going to car heaven <laughs> 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 The Passat was the only car I could park anywhere Don't even bother locking it Nobody's stealing that baby It was just uh-huh. It was the condition of
1: it
2: I was still You'll be too young Gordon To remember Smokey and the Bandit I hadn't seen a car Like the Passat Since the days of Smokey and the Bandit and I'll tell you what, if
1: if the Passat's walls could talk as well, I bet a few tales to tell. But anyway, there was we'll names in the inside. We'll move swiftly on. Robert Mary Hill, thank you very much. Any more on this teaser? Yeah, can, can I go for two guesses? Yes, go for it. I'm going to go Jackson Irvin. Yes, and Martin Boyle. No, not capped by Anne. She must have been uh, just after that. What, um, what, genuinely, g- really, right? There are there are two names on here. I maybe shouldn't admit this. You've never heard of them? I'm not convinced I've ever heard of them. What about Jamie McLaren? No. Uh, he, was, they were, he was only on loan here. Oh, he's only on loan, right. So. Okay, okay. Um, we'll leave it there. You've got plenty okay, of time. Okay. We'll just leave it there. Let's bring in David in Cumbernauld. David, what's your point tonight? Hey, evening,
12: everybody. Hi. Um, Hi, David. Just by... Uh, the Al-Shakart game I think it's a must win For Steven Gerrard Or um, even more rumours Might be flying about About his um, tenure But if it's going out um, Quite early To Al- Malamo Sorry I think this is An absolute must win For Steven Gerrard Or uh, even more rumours Might be starting well, I don't what,
1: what do you mean by that David do you, mean, do you just mean people Being a bit critical What, what rumours are there
12: I've heard like a lot of within the Rangers forums, there's um, there's a few people starting on the Out um kind of campaigns again. <laughs> Surely not already on football. Uh, I swear, I will sell, I would send you some photos if I could. There's some people that are deadly serious about it because they uh, they got
1: we got put out by Malamo <laughs> I mean, I mean, Nick, to be fair, Gordon, now you, you will see pretty much every football opinion is out there somewhere mm. because that's that's social media, it's internet forum. Um, you know like I said you you will find every possible opinion but is it it's probably not a conversation for now is it I find <laughs> like f- like
3: one that we are standing here on August the 17th of Tuesday and mm. there are already people talking that this is yeah, but a, that's must, I mean, but... a must win game and Thursday night for the Rangers manager who's just had a terrific season um yet yeah, the disappointment of Malmo mm. but I think what the disappointment is the fact that Roger was right. the The caller said that it came too early. It didn't come too early. Rangers had that tie in their hands. They should have been through that tie. There's no doubt. But to suggest that you know it brings the Rangers manager under pressure. Of course, Roger. You know
1: what see, see to be fair, though. Right that that phrase must win. It, it carries it carries quite a lot of weight. Roger, it, in some ways, m- maybe not must win. Rangers Stephen Gerrard w- Would get a, a lot of criticism For losing at home to Alishkirt You know that. that's We can agree I'm, on that much I'm
2: not, I'm not sure there's ever been a game For Rangers or Celtic That was not must win it, it, it doesn't matter Even last season End of last season Rangers have won the league They were 20 points player And every game was must win Because they wanted to get through The season as invincibles There's always some Different pressure on the two clubs mm. that makes fixtures must win So these two, for Celtic mm-hmm. tomorrow night and Rangers and Thursday They are must win I think the difference with this one maybe is
1: It's not must win because Stephen not bother after it But it is must win in the sense of Rangers are over overwhelming favourites for yeah, this yeah. And they've already had
2: the Malmo disappointment and they, don't, they don't want to take steps backwards You know, all the Rangers fans who phone the show tell you Each season under Stephen Gerrard has seen a bit of forward progress Culminating at the end of the last season with a league title, a lot of the progress has been in Europe. So they don't want to let that slip. They've been into the knockout stages each of the last two seasons. Remember, so they they want to keep that going. Slavia Prague last year, Leverkusen the season before that. They want to keep that going in Europe. They want to successfully defend the league. And as Stephen Gerrard said before and after the Infernal and tie on Friday, they're putting an extra onus on the Cubs this season because they're still to win one under Stephen Gerrard. David, you can't envisage too many problems against
1: Armenian opposition at home can you
12: yeah that's why I was saying that this, um, for me this is a, a must win um, I always say in Europe you should never take anything for granted but this is a, a much as take for granted as you can possibly get no disrespect to this other team but it's it's not one of the top leagues in Europe it's not a team I've heard of before now Um I think it really is a must-win must, must win if we want to progress our team and progress our, our skill in Europe as well. Um, it's in Europe where you find the better challenges and the better players and it increases your club's profile and it increases the kind of players that you can attract. And it might also help the bank balance. But um, yep. it just depends how far you get into Europe, how, how good uh, things go for you. And I do think uh, if you're a top team in Scotland or any other um, major country in Europe Getting further in Europe is um, a big feather mm-hmm. in your cat
1: Absolutely And there's always a delicate balance to be found here Because I would I, I hate when I hear other footballing nations And you know which ones we're on about Being arrogant about their team's chances And dismissing yeah. opposition So whilst you shouldn't do that You, you need to have a degree of Reality about the the level of opposition Rangers are playing And in a bit of confidence If you're a Rangers team That's done well against Porto and and Benfica And these sides in the last few years You can respect Kurt, You can say all the usual stuff About there being no easy games in Europe But
2: Rangers should be winning this one Yeah, Rangers should be putting away Alishkirt And they should probably put them away Convincingly at Ibrox on Thursday night To take the sting Out of what is going to be a long trip What will be very warm conditions and Probably the type of game You don't want Three days before an old firm yeah. derby at Ibron Yeah that's what happens At this stage isn't it I Remember Was it a few seasons ago
1: Ufa in Russia A yeah. couple of nights before And went down to Was it Nine Men Nine or Men yeah. Um, So yeah Interesting couple of weeks Thank you David and Cumbernauld Can you name Ten players Who've played in Scotland And have been capped For Australia By Ange Postacoglu Now loans don't count So that means Ryan McGowan Jackson Irvine Tom Rogic Dylan McGowan and Mark Milligan of Hibs When was the years That Postacoglu Managed to I'm telling you
2: You're not giving us that clue exactly? What about Aaron Moy
1: Yes oh. Gordon one more guess from you Have you got anything uh, in the back just now Okay no. four more to get We'll get them next
0: Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: We're on the home straight with Gordon DL and Roger Hanna Uh, We've got some work to do in the teaser We've got more time to take your calls and we are on Twitter as well At Clyde
2: SSB No football tonight though Is there anything of note? No, I don't think so Well, championship stuff down south this German Cup final Super Cup final Bayern Munich And Borussia Dortmund That might catch a glance at that later on das Is that, is on, your, is that on your radar? Yeah, I'm or getting through be I'm
3: getting free, on no. the box sets rather than that? Nah, I've got, I've got to be honest No, I'm not going to watch I a,
1: a, a
2: so. box set for me tonight I thought you would uh, I right. can't believe that a man, a man with your head You don't want to watch... Lewandowski versus Baden.
3: I, I, I do love watching German football, but I, I
2: hate Do you? When like, was
3: yes, the is. last
1: time you watched a German football game? Um, Seriously. Probably. <laughs> 1994 A year ago? When you played Bayern Munich? <laughs> no, I watched it Did in you, lockdown. You're still at the. No you, way you'd gone. Well, oh, you just left I before beca- we be- played Bayern Munich. That's that a good move. On that night,
3: I became the manager of Air. And were you jealous? Uh no because I, I prefer to be a manager and play. <laughs>
2: he preferred to be and in the club de mar. I,
3: and it was too too far to
2: He <laughs> <laughs> It was just in the road. He just moved from Jackie O's <laughs> to the club de mar. And a big money swoop. Uh, <laughs> right Um well on
1: tonight's teaser and confirmation, right? I ha- genuinely have never heard of two of these, <laughs> <laughs> two of these answers bother, Which Gordon. doesn't bode well for Well, that doesn't, that doesn't mean it's beyond your um, But I, I'd like to back myself, Gordon And with no disrespect meant You ain't getting two of these, right? I don't think I'm getting how the last about four, never so how about Ten you? players who played in Scotland And have been capped for Australia by Ange Postecoglou, The McGowan brothers Jackson Irvin Tom Rogic Aaron Moy Mark about Milligan Oli Bozanich Yes Do you remember him, Gordon? No Harps Just a couple of seasons ago No Bozanic, No, no. Did he not score no. a
2: goal against Rangers Just before the lockdown Yeah I think he did Yeah,
1: yeah. What about them, Daniel Arzani Celtic No He was alone as well wasn't he Oh you might but be I don't in. even know if that's what rules him out what, But it, it, Could you
2: give us a wee clue In the clubs that they played the, for Gordon Mark McKay Yes Oh I'd have got him If If I'd what the, the same way you'd have got Graham Souness.
3: No, I've, I've, you'd have given me the initials. I'd have been right on that. Was he gone?
2: Was he gone
1: by the time Harry Suter came into the match? Yeah. I see team the you problem out. with getting Matt McKay. That leaves the two that I genuinely have never heard of. Even googling them, looking at the Scottish. I think we should end the question what, now. One I thought.
3: Right, gives it. Gives initials. It. I like initials.
1: What about Mark Robertson? No, no. I, genuinely, I, I think. I think that's it. I don't think we need ah, to. Bother. because you've not of heard of them, it doesn't mean say we've not well, heard of them. Do it, do it by the end of the show, but. Oh, you've Believe me Give his initials I'll do it later uh, Let's speak to Andy Who is a Rangers fan A couple of days to go Until that European game Andy what are you thinking?
13: How you doing guys Okay Hi Andy I, I, I know there's been a lot of talk about uh, The last couple of days Thank God Who <coughs> plays at the back But I'm hoping and This is a big hope But at half time That we've got a game in the bag And then it can change But he's obviously going to start with Tav I'm not sure about Bashar Barisic But I think if we're up Three hopefully you can swap them about and give you no know, give the give the four of them you know a half each.
10: I'd really like to see that.
1: Well I mean, it's it's hard to predict those things, Gordon. But is yeah, that- you've got to just uh, take it as you see it. Probably
3: the Rangers manager will have a game plan, Gordon. Uh, he'll hope to be in a comfortable position to probably get some players that need game time on the pitch. Um and you know we seem to be highlighting the two fullbacks just now, and I think that's because of young Parson and you know the ability that he's got and a lot of a lot of supporters really would like him in the side, but I think Tavernier's still ahead of uh, Parson just now. On the other side, ba- Bassey mm. did himself no harm Friday night, but. As a manager he'll get in there with a game plan If he can get to a certain time It's usually the 60-65 minutes If the game's comfortable You'll probably see the substitutions happening
1: I mean Andy that That's quite the range Because we've had some callers you know, Suggesting there are no easy games in Europe And we can't take Alice Kirk for granted um, And you're hoping the game's done by half time So you're obviously very confident
13: Aye aye well, Obviously it's a European night which are brilliant I think we should be We should be confident And comfortable uh, I can I know, I know the boys Are saying but you No, know, give the boys Some t- uh, time on that oh, But no Barris is he, uh, he still looks well, I always talked to Alec Ray Last week He still looks a wee bit Jaded still and he, he needs some time And I agree I agree with what he said He said uh, Get the big guns in but, uh, but just If we are comfortable Give the boys a chance But what I liked about Barris Was that Last year I kind of criticised His crossing. And then I'm just reading the paper A couple of days ago He did And he'd been watching Tavernier Watching Barisic And he I mean, that, that boy How many boys he put across last week Were absolutely amazing
2: Yeah that's a fair point isn't it Yeah The but, delivery Yeah but Listen you're talking about Barisic Barisic you remember had injuries that sort of really hampered him during the Euros, brought a sort of early conclusion to the season last season. This is him just easing his way back in. that's I'll tell you, the best way to ease him back in is to get him into the team and get him playing and allow him to get back up to the levels he's seen in the past. bolan Barisic, like a lot of the Rangers players, has not become a bad player overnight. So I think he needs in the team and, and, and playing games, playing Alasker, playing Ross County, playing Alasker again, is probably going to be the best... Preparation for him ahead of an old firm game. Yeah, I agree. I think that Barisic is definitely
3: by far the number one left back. Um as as a backup, all you do is you wait for an opportunity. He was given that Bass on Friday night. He was terrific. His balls into box were good. Remember it was against a team, a championship team that just basically sat in and allowed him to attack and it was a free roll from down that left hand left hand side. He was excellent the boy and he'll he'll take a lot of confidence from that. But when you bring out the big guns, I think Thursday night, if Barisic is ready to play, he's your number one left back. There's no doubt, no
1: argument in that. Okay, well that's that, that's that closed then He's decided Absolutely <laughs> yeah. not no, taking it no End further End it all now Thank you to Andy Probably no more time Don't want to waste your time by squeezing in another very quick call So take down the number and uh, Give us a call back tomorrow We are in the closing stages um, As Roger says, no no football that really um, concerns us tonight There are championship games down south I did notice, Roger, just as a very small point before we go Um, Andy Robertson The injured Scotland captain Posted a picture of him Back on the grass As the phrase goes these days um, Doing a
2: bit of running I guess that's good news For next month It'll be good news for Steve Clark I think he names a squad A week today Three games Three games come thick and fast I think it's a A Wednesday in Denmark A Saturday against Moldova at Hamden And then a Tuesday In Austria I think it's Unrealistic for anyone to expect to play 90 minutes in each of the three games So I would expect a big squad from Steve Clark I would expect a better rotation mm. this early in the season from Steve Clark And it'll be fascinating to see if it goes with the 26 that he took to the Euros Or whether someone has caught his eye this early in the season to get into that squad
1: Yeah, that's a good point I'm sure we'll get into that debate
2: as the, the weeks
1: progress And you just, you never know I wonder if on the back of the Euros maybe there's even more uh, interest in these games coming up certainly do hope so. Right, let's round off by trying to finish this teaser. But I'll, I'll be honest, couple uh, like of clues, couple th- of clues. I think we're done. Can you name ten players who have played in Scotland but not on loan, permanent only, and they've been capped for Australia by Ange Postacoglu Ryan and Dylan McGowan, Jackson Irvin, Tom Rogic, Matt McKay, Aaron Moy, Mark Milligan, and Oliver Bozanich Genuinely. Close. hands up! I have never heard of the remaining two. Right, what teams do they play for?
2: One played for Hamilton you, Ackies. You've possibly met them at Melbourne Races. Yeah,
3: with, that's
2: a good point, Kylie
3: and Jason. No, yeah, I was and, with the I was and, with the A Listers then, and, and, um, and Harold Bishop. Yeah, I was with the A Listers. Um, right, okay, Hamilton and who? I mean,
1: genuinely, but we're, we're wasting our time on this. This guy played eight games for Hamilton in two thousand and four. I mean, initials D C. You, nope. don't, you don't believe me when I say that, that No go for, the thing? go for it Go David Carney Nah never heard of him And what team the there one player uh, Do you want to wait till I google him again Because I can't remember Initials <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it was Dundee uh, uh,
3: You know any Aussies that played with Dundee Oh
1: there was a lad the other year
3: uh, well, Initials uh, Very
1: shortly
2: Curran No 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 You thinking yeah. Craig Curran
1: Nah he wasn't Australian was he No was it Jesse Curran Oh, I know who you mean No, no, not him uh, This guy again too, oh, oh, we're going back to the early 2000s and, Nah, forget it
2: Go for it Chris Coyne Oh, he's a centre half Yeah, uh, I, 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 I'd take your word for I it Yeah, I think it, he is actually, yeah Big yeah. like set, come up from Luton or something He did, by the way This guy's a, uh, is He's a, a knowledge He's just knowledge I just um, I didn't um, remember him uh, Playing for Australia Under Ange post Still great knowledge I've never heard of him I can't uh, remember I've, I've had, had a good admit.
3: career But sitting sit next to this guy
1: on a Tuesday night Just matches everything I've ever done yeah, <laughs> <ever, laughs> Well it helps you have, I hope remember The
2: things you've done At least yeah.
1: I know When you left Rangers <laughs> <laughs> Okay I think we'll leave it there Thank you Roger Hanna And to Gordon DL Thank you for all your calls And tweets Another very busy night And it's only going to get busier Celtic in Europa League qualifying tomorrow The other three Scottish representatives on Thursday So make sure you do join us tomorrow It's uh, it's current player Wednesday Andy Halliday of Hearts Tony Watt of Motherwell in the studio So pick up that phone And talk to the guys Callum Gallagher is up next